Yeah, 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 yes, your boy, Bearing the Smarks, with another episode of Bearing the Smarks. Today we have a special guest. It's none other than Mrs. Bearing the Smarks. Let's give a round of applause for Mrs. Bearing the Smarks on her first feature of Bearing the Smarks. Welcome. Hello, thank you. It's an honor to be here. All right, all right. So, as you may know, this is Bearing the Smarks, so we need you to grab your shovels and get ready because we're going to bury the smokes on this episode. So uh, a lot of the listeners may not know who you are. So can you just tell us? Well, don't tell me because I know who you are. <laughs> but can you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself? It doesn't have to be personal, but just tell them an overall general view of who you are as a person. Um, Who I am as a person. So I don't know. That's a great question. It's a little philosophical. I don't really know how to describe myself as a person without getting too personal, but um, I'm honest, so I will give you honest answers to your questions. That's whether, great. Yeah. So we're looking for on this show, we look for <laughs> honesty, and we look for just honesty, you know? Um, well, I'll bring it up. Uh, Mrs. Berenice Marks is actually a New York City public school teacher. Yes. She is a member of the Board of Ed, and this is her first year, so that's something that I'm very proud of her. So let's give her another round of applause for that, <laughs> because that is, that's not easy, man. Like, New York, New York City is not easy, and especially teaching the kids of New York City is not an easy job. So once again, let's give her a round of applause. Yes. So, And I am from New York City, so I'm going to give you the point of view of a native New Yorker. Yes. Born. Born and raised. Born and raised out here in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. She has seen it all and hopefully not done it all. Because that's <laughs> heard it all. Of, okay, she heard it all. <laughs> so actually, let's ask the very first question. Um, do you watch pro wrestling? Sometimes. So um, I watch it when you and I watch it together. We try to watch all of like the main shows, like the WrestleManias and the Royal Rumbles and the Survivor Series together as a family. Um, I also watch it when our son watches it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't sit and watch it all the time. All right. So you basically said you watch the main pay-per-views. Which, which are your favorite pay-per-views to watch and why? Mm -hmm. My favorite pay-per-view to watch is probably the Royal Rumble, okay. um, just because I feel like it's the most um, action-packed, I guess, without sounding corny. But yeah, the most action-packed one. Okay. So um, which of the Royal Rumbles have been your favorite? It's been plenty and there's been a lot. Which one, are you, which one of you is your personal favorite? I don't know them by numbers, but I'm going to have to say, hmm... It's it's hard. It's tough. I don't really I don't really know them by numbers, but you can just pick. Let's say you pick a winner. Okay, so I always liked it when John Cena won. Okay. And I always liked it when Roman Reigns won, just because I feel like everyone hated them at the time that they won, and so like seeing the way the crowd reacted to them winning was just like funny. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, who's your favorite wrestler of all time? My favorite wrestler of all time is The Undertaker. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Tell us why. Because I grew up watching The Undertaker. Um, my dad is, uh, well, was, not anymore, but he was a WWF super fan. My uncle, my great uncle, was a WWF super fan. He used to record them on VHS 
all the time, all the episodes, all the WrestleManias. He had like an archive of hundreds of tapes, VHS tapes, because he would record them and then he would sit them and watch. He would sit there and watch them back. Um, so I grew up watching it with them uh, and all my male cousins. And I don't know, I just, I just really became a fan of the Undertaker. That's that's cool. That's cool. Um, well, we you know you we, well we, we both know that we're living in a woman's revolution, not just in politics or business but mm-hmm. as also as far as wrestling goes we have a huge women's revolution um who are your favorite women that are competing now in the wwe hmm so who is my favorite women now that are competing in the wwe you I don't like, have to say you don't have to just name one you can name several i like sasha banks just because i feel like she's a I don't know. Something about her I like. I feel like they do her dirty a lot um, um, in terms of her character, okay. but I do like her. Um, I like Ronda. I, I didn't like Ronda Rousey when she came in because I'm like, who she thinks she is coming from one sport, try to take over another. But I do like her now. Um, and I like, I do like Charlotte's character. That's the queen. That I is the like queen. I do like Charlotte's character, but it gets a little much. It gets, a, it gets to be a little much. I guess the fact that I like her sometimes and I don't like her other times means that she's doing her job well. And that's, I think, I, mean, I think that's what they want. They want you to like them because or dislike them based on their character work on TV, not on their personal, not 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 personally. Yeah, so I mean, great. when we watch, like when we when I do sit down and watch her at events, I notice that like her matches are awesome. Like she's a great wrestler. And then her character, I'm always like, oh my gosh, she's such a bitch. And then I'm like, that's what she wants you to think, I guess. So she's doing a good job. And that's great. Um, so obviously, you know the characters on TV. You know who they are. You know what what they're about. Tell us why you like them. Do you like them because of the way they wrestle? Or do you like them because of the way they carry themselves as, a, as far as their character goes? Uh, that's That's an important question that some people, some hardcore fans that do watch, they <clears> judge... <throat> wrestlers based on their movesets based on how they perform in the ring mm-hmm. i personally like watching based on the characters and the entertainment mm-hmm. and uh just how they make me believe in them so can you tell us why do you like just why do you why do you like the characters you just named i think it's a little bit of both i think what makes a good uh wwe superstar is that what they still call them yeah yeah. So I think what makes a good one is a mixture of a good character and a good wrestler. Because if they have, they're doing their job putting on the character that they're meant to put on, then you're going to root for them one way or another. You're either going to hate them and you're going to be like, oh, I hate them so much and really focus on their moves in the ring. Or you're going to love them and want to root for them and still focus on their moves in the ring. Um, even if though there's a character that you love, even if they mess up, like in terms of whatever they do in the ring, their sportsman, um, their athleticism or whatever, it's not going to make a difference to you because you love their character so much. Yes. Okay. That's great. I think it's a mixture of both. A good WWE superstar is someone who can be good at both. All right. Okay. So let's say, for example, if Sasha, she was great, in the, she was a great character. She had a great look. She can talk. She can, you know, cut a promo. She can make you believe in the fight. She can make you believe she was gonna win, and or she can make you believe that she was the toughest woman on the roster. But inside the ring, she wasn't all that. How would you feel about her character then? 
Me, me, or like, how do I think a fan would feel? You, no, you, because you're a fan. You're a casual. Me, I think I would feel badly for her. I would be like, oh my God, I feel so bad. She needs to maybe like work a little bit on this. Or I would look at it like, why they, why are they let, why are they putting her on TV if she's looking like this? Why, why don't they help her hone her craft more? Like send her back to the performance center, work on her moves, work on this, maybe help her out so that when she gets in the ring, she doesn't look like a fool. Okay. Or why why are her fellow superstars not helping her out more? That's how I would look at it. All right. All right. So, being that we're married and, you know... um, Are we? Are we really? Yeah, I guess so. Um, What kind of fan would you consider me? I would consider you a fan fan. But I will also consider you a partial fan, like an impartial fan. Like there's been times where you're just like, uh, I don't know. I love wrestling, but I'm just not feeling what's going on right now. And you give yourself a break and you like stop watching it. Um, and then there's other times where you're just like, I don't like what they're doing with these characters. I would do it this way. But you never like you're not like obsessive. Like do I do I come home? After a pay-per-view and tell you, yo, yo, he sucks. I don't want to talk to you because this such and such person lost. Don't leave me alone. Give me my space. <laughs> I'm going online. I'm going to rant for the next 45 minutes on Reddit or on some sub forum about how much the company sucks and I want them to go out of business. No, I mean, you, you will say like, yo, why did they do that? That was why. But then you'll say maybe it's something they got planned or maybe there's a reason a method to their madness but you never rant okay um so just to switch off topic as far uh um tell us some of the things you enjoy watching on tv unfortunately i am a reality tv queen um i really enjoy like watching other people make fools out of themselves so i like um the love and hip-hops and the Black Inks, all of VH1 reality TV, but um, I I do really enjoy true crime series like um, Investigation Discovery. I know all of their their shows by heart. I know their lineup by heart. Um, and Friends, and yes, that's it. We're, we're hardcore friend fans here. But just to just to switch back a little bit, um, so you watch reality TV, right? Yeah. Do you believe everything that happens on a TV show is, is, is real? Absolutely not. Okay, that's, that's fine. That's great. So, if you're watching, let's say, Love & Hip Hop, and um, they, they say, I don't know, they make fun of somebody on the show. They make fun of them? Yeah. Okay, which, which happens all, all the time. time. Do you feel personally angry at the person that's making fun of the other? No, I'm usually like, oh, bitch, you petty. But that's it. That's it. So you so basically you just enjoy it for what it gives you entertainment. Right, and I think that's what the point of reality TV is. Like I'm not, I don't want to sit there and watch someone have the best life ever. I want drama. I want you to talk shit about someone else. I want you to uh, stab people in the back. I want you to steal people's mans. Like that's what the purpose of entertainment is. Okay, that's great. So, I mean, hey, whatever floats your boat. But um, so just just to hop off, just to, just to kind of piggyback on that. So in wrestling, sometimes, like in reality shows or any TV show you watch, sometimes your character, your favorite character, doesn't always get 
what you feel is right for them, right? Right. How do you feel about that? Like in reality TV or in WWE? Both. Um, I I felt like that a lot, even as a casual watcher of wrestling. There have been times when like we were watching like a WrestleMania or something or like a, a big event. And let's say, for instance, staying on Sasha. How many times have they done Sasha really dirty to the point where, like, yo, they took the belt away and they're still not giving it to her? They're giving it to this new girl who's wrestling for three minutes as opposed to giving it to this veteran who's been busting her ass for the company for mad long? Like, yeah, there's been plenty of times where I'm like, that's not that's not cool. All right, that's true. Okay, I can see that. But would that drive you to be upset at the owner of the company? No. Would that drive you to maybe, let's see... uh Send death threats. Oh, no. Okay. So, basically, it's just a TV show for you. It's just, yeah. It's After a TV you watch show. it and you see that Sasha didn't get the title, what happens to you? Do you go about your life? Do you go about your business? Or do you stay stuck on that moment in wrestling? I usually, a- I usually wash my face, brush my teeth, and go to sleep. So, you don't take it serious. You don't no. take it personal. No. That's what I'm trying to get there. Because a lot of wrestling fans, when their favorite wrestler doesn't get the title, doesn't get that moment, wrestling fans turn into obsessive abusive human beings but i think that's so stupid because i feel like no other sports entertainment like okay wwe might be the only sports entertainment but let's talk let's take it like to another level let's take it to sports right Mm -hmm. sports like basketball the nba can be such a competitive thing and people get vicious like finals championship so you mean tell me like if Someone's favorite NBA team did not win the championship. They're going to start sending death threats to Adam Silver. Like, are they going to start, like, sending death threats to LeBron James? Are they going to, like... It's so stupid. Like, it's dumb. It happens. It happens. It happens all the time. <clears throat> if, if I remember the era when Cena would win all the time and people would make signs and, and petitions and all this bullshit... Uh, and they were, it just it was just disgusting. at the end of the day also I feel like you're like we've been to events where we've sat next to people and all they do is you can like, call them smarks if you want okay so we've been to event events right like actual live events where it's been like we've sat next next to smarks and I've heard them talking and I'm like dude you're a whole grown ass woman or a whole grown ass man like it's it's entertainment what is wrong with you. That's, that's, that's like going to the circus and judging the clowns. Why would you judge the clowns? Exactly. The clown is just there to do what they that's, get paid to do, to entertain you. They're juggling. They're doing magic tricks. Okay. All it's right. like going to the circus. Like, oh my God, look at his makeup. Oh, oh my God. Look at how he's juggling. Yeah, that like, move was... was look at mm. his wig. <laughs> Not on his head. Oh, my God. He shouldn't have went on last. Oh, my God. Why is his shoes so big? That's stupid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's that's wrestling fans all the time. Yeah. That's stupid. All right. That's all right. So, um, wow. Um, so, I don't know how to explain this, but you know, because you live in, we live in the same house and, you know, but obviously, you know, I run an Instagram page. Yes. Bearing Smarks. Which I'm, I'm not a part of, so... Fans, don't go try to scrolling through his followers and see if you can figure out who his wife is. No, this is true. She's not on the page. <laughs> She's not. We keep that separate. Because um, people are probably scrolling through your followers right now and seeing like, oh, this is probably his wife. Nah, I don't think so. 
Yeah, People know. nosy, I would. You would? Yeah, I'd be like, ooh, let me see if I could put a, a face to the voice. This is probably her. This is probably his wife. Well, they're probably going to start, like, sending letters to, like, the border vet to see, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so there is a, obviously, when we run the page, I, I started running the page because I was kind of sick and tired of how wrestling fans would react to, um, you know, the outcome of pro wrestling matches, which is predetermined, or how they would protest because their favorite didn't win or their favorite didn't get the, the proper treatment as far as storyline goes. So, we now have a new wrestling company. Not we, because I don't fucking support them. But there's a new wrestling company in town, and then they're called AEW, mm-hmm. which stands for All Elite Wrestling. Uh-huh. Um, AEW was started by a few guys who... I don't know why. They really didn't give reasons to why they started the company. Um, what I know is that Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. is one of them, and he placed his wife as the chief brand officer of mm-hmm. the company. So, um, in that, you know, they've been running the same kind of show WWE runs. They actually have attacked WWE for the way they run their shows, for the way they run their characters, for the way they treat their wrestlers. And they went on this kind of a political-inspired campaign as how they were running the promotion at first. Like, hey, we got health care. Hey, we're going uh, to treat women better. Or we're going to let wrestlers have total freedom in their characters. And we're not writing scripts and all this other crap. So last month they finally debuted their show on TNT. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a single episode. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving them any part of. I'm not helping them any way or any ratings or any viewership. Mm-hmm. So this company triggers to the same people that you just described inside of the uh, arena when we go to see events. And these are the guys who think they know more than the next person. These are the guys who think they know what's best for the wrestler and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Where am I going with this? I'm just trying to brush her up on the company. So they basically are saying, hey, we're pro wrestling. We're not sports entertainment. We don't do all that silly circus shit they do over there. Come to find out, three episodes in, they're doing the same exact stuff that they're bashing Vince McMahon for mm-hmm. so it's kind of hypocritical of it and their fans are buying into the bullshit so with that being said it's like a cult mm-hmm. it's like a brainwashed cult it sounds like they t- they're like taking all the WWE rejects and starting their own baseball team yes it's yeah. like what's that the movie? people that didn't get picked the bench warmers the bench they're taking warmers. all the bench warmers and starting their own team which is fine it's cool and all but my like my humble opinion is always every time something like that happens, whether it be in wrestling or anything else, you should always instead of bashing the OGs, you should pay homage and respect and admit that these are the people that inspired you. These are the people that gave you your initial shot. Because who would Cody Rhodes honestly be without WWE? Wasn't he the one that used to wrestle without knee pads? Yes, he wrestled without knee pads. And that used to piss me off. It pissed me off, too. Because <laughs> it just looked... Yeah, so it's like, who would you be without... Who would your family be without... Well, his family was already kind of well-known, especially his dad and his brother. Um, but it's true. Cody alone wouldn't be anywhere without the WWE. Right. Basically, and you're right, a lot of the rejects are ex-WWE wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I would say... I would even go as far as to say... 
75% of their roster is ex-WWE rejects or people that didn't couldn't cut it and went elsewhere. And judging by their shows and the way they are on TV, they still can't cut it. It's also like a bit predatory. It's not like you're preying on the people that have been jaded by their career and you're offering them another career. And it sounds better because they're already scorned and they're already jaded, but you're not. You're literally giving them the same shit. It's like predatory. Yeah, it's like they're taking shit and then, then they're putting cake batter on it. And they're mm-hmm. like, here, this is brand new shit. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. All right. So, um... Not cool. Not cool at all, Cody. If you're listening, because I know you are Cody. Because I know you're <laughs> on the Burner account on my Instagram page. And I know Brandy is too, because I can tell. There's a few of you guys out there who defend them to the core. And I think that's Cody and other wrestlers. But, um, as we all know, today is Survivor Series. Um, I don't like doing review shows because review shows are very opinionated. So, I don't like sounding like my review of a show is better than the next guy's review. So, we're going to end, we're going to start wrapping up this podcast now. Um, because we're going to get ready to watch Survivor Series. But I just want to thank Mrs. Berenice Marks for taking her time from her busy day. (laughs) (laughs) And joining me on this podcast and giving her honest opinion on things and her point of view of just entertainment in general. Um, it was a pleasure having you. I'm not just saying that because you're well, my wife you. and I have to lay next to you later on after I fall asleep <laughs> and because you might pack my lunch. But it is an honor having you because, you know, I know people are busy, you know, and they have things to do and just to take a half hour, 30 minutes just to check in and just come into our world and give her opinion about it. You know, I, I respect I'm that. Support you guys, and um, you know it's it's great. It's uh, it's been a wonderful experience. Hopefully, we'll have you on soon. And um, I just want to thank everybody who's checking in, who's in the future, who will be downloading this episode. You know, thank you for listening. Thank you for allowing me to grace your AirPods, your headphones, your car. Thank you for listening to us during your workouts, during your commute home, <laughs> your commute to school, wherever it is you guys are. Shout outs because um, I actually got a list of people and listeners from the regions of the world. And oh, yeah. I have no idea. I actually have people from Saudi Arabia listening to us. That's Yeah, the Philippines was on Barbados. there. Barbados. Barbados. Australia. And my favorite place in the world, Canada. Yes, Canada. Shout out to the six. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but thank you once again. Thank you for checking in. Um, appreciate it. As always, I... I love getting feedback and, you know, how to improve the podcast and make things better and more enjoyable for you guys. Because like I always say, this podcast is for the people, by the people. And uh, without you guys, this, nothing, none of this would have been possible. So once again, thank you, Mrs. Berman Smarts, for being here. And thank you guys for listening. We're out of here.